On this week's episode, we talk about our big siblings. <laughs> we discuss what it's like to have siblings without a disability and talk about our favorite memories with them. So stick around. everyone and welcome to Rare with Flair, the podcast where two 20-somethings with the same rare disease are living their best lives. I'm your host Cassandra and I'm your host Casey. You guys, I wanted to I wanted to call attention to something. <laughs> because first of all, um on last uh well, not last week, but last two weeks episode um, we asked you guys to please, and we still stand by this request, please give us yes. ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. We kind of get into why that's so important, but podcasts are really hard to, to promote. And um, I jokingly gave a little template for people to post a very quick review. And I am happy to say that <laughs> so a reviewer by the username of Mac and Cheese gave us the exact template. Shout out to Mac and Cheese. You came through for us. I was crying laughing. I texted Cassandra immediately that you had used the template she wrote to write us a review. And we can't thank you enough. Thank you, we Mac and We will say, cheese. though, we, we, we think Mac and Cheese is going to be the one and only, hopefully, because we think if everyone used that template to write a review, it would look very spammy. Like... Like, we got a bot to write a bunch of reviews. Yeah, like, we got... Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> if you want to leave a review in the future, you know, maybe maybe come up with your own words, but we want to thank Mac and Cheese for giving us a laugh for using the exact templates. So yeah. If you're listening. So, if you. you want to give a review, you should head on over to view Mac and Cheese's review and maybe take some inspo. <laughs> <laughs> take some notes from our past reviewers. We would love to see it. Also, also... We need to address a little something. We addressed it on Instagram, but we have we have to laugh and address <laughs> the fact that, yeah, two weeks ago, our last episode that we released about college, which go listen to it if you haven't, plug. Um, nice. We basically a recording of just Cassandra's voice went out into the universe and I wasn't there um you know I think a podcast with just Cass's voice would be actually a beautiful thing to listen to like thank you my friend you could fill you could fill an hour you could easily fill an hour with just your lovely voice a lot of random things to say (laughs) a lot of things to say (laughs) but unfortunately it did not make any sense because it was just Cass talking to a blank wall and I was my voice was not there but um, we fixed it, but we're just letting you know that that happened. So maybe you can get a laugh out of it and or if you heard it and you were very confused, we did fix that. But we we went and looked at our statistics and apparently almost 50 of you had already heard it by like 7 a.m. in the morning. Wow. Which, you know, at the time was not great because we didn't want anyone to hear this. But also we're very flattered that that many of you listen right away when the episode drops. Truly, so flattered. And thank you for everyone who messaged us to tell us, hey, I think yes. there's something wrong with your there's episode. There's something wrong. <laughs> Quite a few of you did. We, we thank you for that. And we were we were struggling that morning, waking up yeah. out of bed, trying to fix it. MVP goes to Casey, who did some major damage control until I finally woke <laughs> up. And I was waking up uncharacteristically early to go to work. And... I, uh, yeah, so I'm super glad that you guys told us that Case 
did some damage control, and we got it all working not even half an hour yeah. later. So, woohoo! Cass is usually the one, you're the one that deals with all of the yeah. tech behind it. And so I was just clicking random buttons, hoping for the best. I was clicking delete. I was like, oh no, I'm probably deleting really important things. But luckily, I didn't delete the whole podcast. That would have been bad. So, like, we're happy about that. Absolutely. So. So, so, so. Let's get to the, let's get to Let's it. get let's to get the meat of things. Uh, the meat of things. Today, as you heard, we are doing an episode. We both have older siblings who are not disabled. And we thought, hey, wouldn't it be great to talk about what it was like growing up with them, our dynamics, some good memories. Like, let's talk about it. So let's introduce them, shall we? <laughs> I guess we'll do little introductions of our siblings. I have an older sister. She's four years older than me, so she is. Let's do math. Eight, nine, She's 32. Um, I love she, that you don't know your sister's age. I the didn't know her age. No, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, once she reached 30, I never knew it after that point. I don't know why. Okay, anyway. No, that doesn't make um, you a bad sibling. I think after a certain point, everyone forgets how old they're a age, is. you're just like, oh my goodness. So my sister, her name is Lindley, and she has two kids, my nephews. I love them, and... She's a teacher, and I guess I don't want to, like, say every single aspect of her entire life over here, but that's all you need to know right now. What about you? Well, thanks for that intro. I have an older brother. He is three and a half years older than me, so just about the same age gap. Um, so that would make him 20. I, I See, my problem is that I always yeah, forget. The day. Well, like, I always forget between which age, because um, I always know the age he's going to be next, but then I... Anyway, so I think he's 27. What year was he born? 1993. Okay, so 27, unless his birthday's already happened this year. No, it has not. So, yes. He is, okay. We did math, you guys. So, Carlos we did is math. 27. Um, we don't live close to each other anymore. Uh, my brother actually lives in Arkansas with his lovely fiance. Um, and, yeah, we, we definitely got along pretty good they don't have any kids or any dogs but i like to pretend like i like i have their what their their niece dog romana yeah yeah Um, yeah. (laughs) and your um, dog is their niece i know and so he uh, he works at a logistics company doing tech logistics things um and yeah yeah that's their intros Awesome. Uh, I wanted to throw in a, um, a science fun fact. Science fun fact? Are you kidding? We need a jingle for our history and science fun facts that we do, need to do, like, do, do, I'm, do, I'm not kidding. Do. Like a, yeah. Like, <laughs> okay, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Uh, yep. All right. So, so our, uh, our science fun fact is about genetics, right? So to oversimplify things, Genetics works in a very simple way. Of course, the deeper you go into it, the more complicated it gets. But if you want to look up Punit squares, Punit squares, however it's pronounced, it's a really simple way to figure out how genes are inherited. So for us, uh, we each have Hermansky-Pudlak syndrome, which we've mentioned before, plenty of episodes on that. We each have a different subtype of Hermansky-Pudlak syndrome. Casey's got type 3, and I've got type 1. Yep. Our parents... You're number 1. Yeah. Thanks, girl. Um, You are number 1, girl. So, in order... Like, assuming both parents carry the gene, which is the only way it would be passed on... So, there is a 
50% chance that any child born will not have whatever trait, say it's like brown eyes or like us, Hermansky-Pudlak syndrome. So they will not have it, but they will carry it. So then they will have the gene. There is a 25% chance that they won't carry the gene or have it at all. Mm-hmm. And then there's an, the last 25% is that they will pass on the gene. So with Casey and I, both of our parents had the gene, and we were the 25% that got the gene passed on. So it is more likely, like 75% more likely in this scenario, that any other child born is not going to have the same traits that we with Hermansky-Pudlak would have. But they may or may not carry the gene and be able to pass it along to their kids. So, sounds pretty complicated, but if you look at a a square, it's pretty easy. I'll, like, link some things in the show notes. Yeah, so none of our parents, like, meaning my parents and Kaz's parents, none of them have Hermansky-Pudlak syndrome, but they do carry the gene. That's how we got it. Our siblings do not have Hermansky-Pudlak syndrome, but we don't know if they carry the gene or not. There are tests that can be done to, to see if they do, but I don't think either of them have ever done that. I know my sister hasn't. So we don't know if they carry it or not, but regardless, they don't have it. They are not disabled. They, um, I can't speak for Carlos, but I I think they're both fairly healthy. Um, My sister is in, is in good health. So, and, and we've talked about how, and we'll get into this a little bit later. We've talked about how they both have incredible vision. Like they both have like very good good eyes. (laughs) Um, So they do, they, they do. So we wanted to kind of dig into that. Like that's a, that's something that can be explored of like what's it like to grow up with an able-bodied older sibling and you know what's it like for them to grow up with a disabled sibling um and it does there are dynamics to that but a lot of our childhood was very normal and that's kind of what we wanted to get into we want to start off with childhood and the first thing we want to get into is did your sibling treat you differently because of your disability and i'll you can go first sure so I would say that on the whole, not really. From what I know and from what I've been told, so obviously since we both have older siblings, we're both the youngest. We don't have any other siblings besides our older siblings. Mm -hmm. Um, So being the youngest, we already were kind of afforded some privileges of being our parents' second child, but... We also didn't get to see the dynamic of us with our siblings because we were babies. So we're the babies of the family. (laughs) From what I've been told, I don't really think that Carlos questioned too much um, about me early on. Um, So as a reminder, I'm Puerto Rican because of Hermansky-Pudlak syndrome. I don't like have a lot of pigment in my skin. And therefore, I don't actually look Hispanic. And I grew up in the United States in the mainland U.S., so I don't have any sort of accent or really much else that would, I don't know, uh, be like a physical trait that's stereotypically associated with, like, Latinos. But even though my family was brown and I was white, I don't think my brother ever thought about it too much. I just think that he was happy to have a little sister to, like, play pretend with Mm. and... Um, There are a lot of, like, family home videos of my brother was such an imaginative kid. So he would play. He gave everything a life and and, and a sense of self. So he would play with his, like, dinosaurs or his stuffed animals. And then he would, like, 
he would like come over to me like lumping in the corner as babies do and then just like <laughs> pretend like I was part of his imaginary story. It's super cute. <laughs> He was so happy to have a playmate when you came along. I know, right? I was always, like, the monster or the damsel in distress or whatever in whatever story. Like saving you. I remember, I like, it. at some point, I, I don't even remember how old I was, but I remember this, though, where, like, we were playing and I, like, was under his desk and then he was like, okay, stay there. And then he, like, <laughs> left and then he, like... I guess forgot that I was there. So I waited for what felt like an eternity. And then I was like, eh, all right, I'm going to do something else. Typical older sibling right exactly. there. Exactly. It's just like, I don't oh, know. We would I do anything like, they said, I feel like. You know, know, they'd be like, go get me a glass of water. And we'd go like, do okay. it. You know? Yeah. I know. So, yeah. like, I don't know. It felt like very typical sibling stuff. What about you? Oh, yeah. So... My sister, yeah, I really, I racked my brain to think of any time where, like, it came up or she treated me differently, and really, I could not think of a time. Like, I really couldn't, um, I could think of times where my parents would be like, you know, Casey, there's a step, or like, or like, you know, accommodate things for me, but my sister just always treated me just like a sibling would, exactly the same, um, which I, I appreciate, and I think that's all she ever knew. Like, I was born when she was only four. She didn't know to treat me differently. She probably didn't even realize, like, the severity of my visual impairment until we were probably much older. You know, as kids, it's just not something you're aware of, I think. So yeah. um, we we had a lot of fun growing up, and I really looked up to her and all the music and movies and things that she liked, I liked, and I, you know, wanted to like, like, the Spice Girls and all the cool stuff she was into. <laughs> and, um, and so... You know, yeah. Did I you ever just try and like insert yourself with your older siblings' friends? Oh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> that every was so time, mean. every time my sister had friends over, she'd have her bedroom door closed, you know, so I wouldn't be able to get in. And I'm out there like <laughs> knocking and crying, please let me in. And every <laughs> once in a while, they would let me. And one of our favorite things to do with her friends was we would make up dances. Oh, and we would that's so fun. Pick a song. And we'd spend like 30 minutes like, you know, we would like do like the first verse and then and do it over and over and practice it until we got it perfect. And that was fun. But a lot of the time my mom would be like, Casey, leave them alone. Like, let them have their time. Like, go play something else because I wanted so badly to be with the cool kids, the older kids. I know. Well, and because my brother was a boy, I wanted to like I was kind of a scrappy kid. Like I was really girly, but also really like. Uh-huh. feisty and I could you know I was a, like a tree climbing kid we've talked about this before so I wanted oh, yeah. to hang out with my brother's friends and they were like they were fun they were boys and like I just wanted to like play around with them but they were like no yeah. go away like I want yeah, Carl I know. here like, go away go away <laughs> there were certain friends who like liked me more than other friends though yeah, like I certain so. friends of hers would be like yeah let Casey play with us oh you know, so. that's cute <laughs> I think I my favorite story of my brother noticing or at least remarking on my difference my brother was like I feel like as a kid he was very like I don't know, just, like, honest. Like, he just, like, said what he, like, wanted to say. So one Uh time, I have this memory of, like, running up to him, like, when we were both in elementary together, and he was, like, kind of embarrassed. Like, I'm sure he was, like, in fourth grade or something, and he didn't want anything Uh to do with me. But I don't even remember if this was at the same time, but, like, I I don't know if... Again, I don't recall the particulars of the story, but when describing me... He, 
we would uh, we as a family would use a lot of terms like visually impaired and legally blind. Those were the terms that we just like used growing up. And mm-hmm. my brother was like, "Well, she's not like blind. She's only a quarter blind." <laughs> <laughs> I'm obsessed with that, <laughs> which I love. <laughs> I love a quarter blind. I love it. I, I think, think he was even. like learning about like, um, uh, like like ethnicity. You know, when you can be uh-huh. like a oh, yeah, quarter, yeah, yeah. like a quarter, whatever. But like, whatever. <laughs> I was a quarter yeah. blind. That's so good. That is so good. So my next question is: Did they ever accommodate you? Did, did your do you have any memories of your brother doing something to accommodate for you? I mean, I think. In part, he was, like, so used to seeing me accommodate myself as a kid. Like, yeah. sitting, like, right up against the TV. Um, oh, yes. You know, oh, I yes. had my I had my little blue plastic chair that we would have next to the TV, and I'd, like, scoot it <laughs> yes. up so we could see. Yes. And sometimes he would sit on the floor with me, which is really I, cute. My sister did, too. Yeah, I remember that. Um, yeah. And that was just, like, one more thing to make me feel, like, slightly more normal. It was so funny because I was visiting him very recently, um, and I pulled up a chair to sit closer to the screen, and he was like, wow, I'm getting all these flashbacks of ah, our childhood. childhood. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't change. Yeah. But my brother's a very descriptive person by nature. I think, like, he takes in a lot of information at once and I think okay we're getting back to this I think it's because he has such good vision his eyes are so good and I think his brain processing all of this like visual information he'll like just randomly start like getting distracted by what's around him and then kind of talking about it he's like oh look at that funny sign it says whatever and he'll just I think he'll do that to to almost everyone. <laughs> I don't think uh-huh. it's just a me thing. So. Just for you. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, of course. I mean, little bits. But, of course, he also just treated me like a sister. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I kind of feel the same way. Like, I I can't, I don't really have that many memories of my sister, like, accommodating for me. But it's not – that's not a negative thing. I think, like, if she <laughs> had accommodated for me all the time, it would almost make it seem like not a super sisterly relationship. It might have mm-hmm. almost seemed – like, I don't know, like, I, what I mean by that, I think it's great if your siblings accommodate for you, but I guess what I mean by that is it was always very natural and normal, and it wasn't like she was always, like, thinking of my vision, and that wasn't her job. As a child, especially, mm-hmm. it wasn't her job to, like, you know, do all of that for me. Her job was to be my sister, but I, I do, she did drive me around a lot, um, and she's always been, like, <sighs> happy to do that, and I remember, I, I may have even, like, briefly told this on the pod before, so sorry, but I remember in college once, I was really hungry, and, like, no restaurants um, on the campus were, were open at that time, and that was before, like, Uber Eats and all these things you can, like, order, and I didn't really want pizza, and I remember just being, like, annoyed that I didn't have a car in that moment, and mm-hmm. she drove, like, 30 minutes all the way out to my college to bring me mm-hmm. some dinner she had made, and, like, so I think, like, she is definitely, like, helpful and accommodating, but not to the point where it's, like, all the time, you know, right. accommodating for me. Right. I feel like there is kind of a, a, a middle ground. You sort of expect your sibling to understand you and know your quirks, but they're not, you know, that's not, like you said, that's not their role in your life. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. I do think she forgets that I can't see sometimes, which totally. a lot of my friends and family do. Um, but but yeah. And then the last one on this little section is 
did they ever trick you? And I guess what we mean by that is like, did they ever like know that you couldn't see something and and like mess with you because of that? Yeah, my brother loved to jump scare me. He still does. <laughs> I hate that so much. I hate that oh, I so hate it too. much. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> like sometimes. Sometimes they didn't even have to hide behind the door, which I feel like is how most people jump scare. Sometimes he could just literally be in the room and I wouldn't even notice that he was there. Uh-huh. And then he would just jump scare me like, oh, man. Oh. But no, those drives, actually, you mentioning like driving around with your siblings or, or having them drive. Like when we were in high school together um, and he would drive to school, that, those were some of like my favorite memories together like with him oh yes I feel like this wasn't directly messing with me but it was really funny that as soon as he got his license I was in like eighth grade we went on like a random little trip to the grocery store and he bought a bunch of random junk and then he decided to go through a drive-thru and we were sitting there for like 10 minutes until he realized that he hadn't ordered food so we just backed up in the drive-thru <laughs> it was really fun I don't know <laughs> no I love that I I kind of like I can't like I feel like with the jump scare thing and even with the drive-thru thing kind of all of that those things probably would have happened even if you weren't visually impaired oh, totally. right you know so it's not really necessarily like tricking us because we can't see but my sister would like we got to that age, you know, where, like, our parents could leave us alone. Where, but, like, she was technically, like, babysitting me, you know, because I was younger. And I remember she would always, like, play pranks on me, like, and try to scare me. Like, one time she, like, pretended there was an intruder in the house. And oh, made my gosh. And, and she would, like, pee. Yeah, it was terrible in the moment. She would peek out from behind her desk and be like, I see him in the hallway, you know. And <laughs> I bought it. I bought it. Or she would, like, pass, like, quote-unquote, like, pass out and say, I see dead people from the sixth sense. And, oh, jeez. Like, do all this, all this scary stuff to me because she knew it would get me. And it's, like, such an older sister, older sibling, like, thing to, like, mess with you. And, yeah. Um, and anyway, none of it was, like, because of my vision. But, no, oh, yeah. I think it's just she older siblings. We it would, is. like, we would, like, physically fight a lot. Sometimes yeah, for fun. Yeah, we would pull hair. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> for fun. Sometimes because we were actually fighting. Um, oh, yeah. And, you know, I could compete up to a certain degree. I was pretty proud of that. But uh, <laughs> at a certain age, we were much too large for it to be safe or appropriate <laughs> anymore because it was just like we are like, I don't know, I, like I was like 10. We were like, yeah, I think this is probably the the time that this should end. <laughs> uh, yep, pretty much. But I still like much. to tickle him because he's extremely ticklish and I'll like walk over and I'll like poke his stomach and he'll like, like uh, shrink back. It's really funny. Oh, uh, she used to squeeze my cheeks when I was younger and come up and go, <laughs> chubby cheeks and squeeze him as hard as she could. Oh, like I did out that of too. like <laughs> she thought I was cute, but it was like actually like annoying and hurtful. It's not, like like painful. I was like, stop squeezing at me and like hugging me and like get it being all over me. Yeah. So we wanted to also, yeah, let's talk about how how good they can truly see. How good they can truly see. We call my sister, we say she has like a spidey sense because so if there's funny. ever a spider in the room, it can be like three rooms away, she'll see that spider. Whoa. Like, she sees everything. 
she sees things that I didn't even know. You know how, like, me and you, I feel like we can kind of, like, gauge what sighted people can see. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, I'll be like, I can't see that, but I'm sure a sighted person can see it. With her, it's always, like, even more than I think a normal (laughs) sighted person can see. I'm like, well, how are you seeing this? Like, it is wild. I know there have been certain examples of that that I can't actually think of right now. But but you say Carlos is the same way. Yeah, I'm, well, and he gets so distracted by things that are happening in this, like, world of small-sighted people things. Like, just... Yes. The, it, look, it feels like a very small population that can actually appreciate these things. But maybe maybe I'm just naive and can't see, so I assume that not that many people can. I don't know. But, like, he'll he'll be standing by a window... And he'll, like, lean over and be like, oh, look at that bird. It just grabbed a worm. Oh, look. And now it's... <laughs> and I'm just like, what? I don't even see the bird, period. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Well, they, yeah, I feel like when you have great vision like that, you do get distracted more. Like, my sister, like, I'll be talking to her, and I see her head just completely turn <laughs> as I'm speaking. And I think she's, like, looking at people. Like, I feel like her and my dad both get, like, distracted by, like, people watching because... I'm sure if you can see everything around you, it is pretty interesting to see, like, what people are doing behind you or whatever. But it's just, like, funny how that reminds it just, me it, of, it's distracting. Yeah, that reminds me of, um, I think I might have told this story on the pod before, but I'm not super sure. Uh, when I was in high school, we went to an amusement park, and it was just the two of us. But we sat around for a bit on just this concrete ledge, and and he was people watching, but, like out loud and also making up stories about the people. He was like, oh, uh-huh. that couple's oh, yeah. fighting. How dare you do that to me? You can't talk <laughs> about my mom that way. <laughs> <laughs> no, my family does that all the time. Or they'll or like they'll see someone that looks familiar and they'll joke like, I didn't know Bob was here at the restaurant tonight, <laughs> even though like they know it's not him. And I always feel like sad that I can't I know, people watch. I feel kind of left out. Because I think that would be so fun. We've never talked about that on the pod ever, the people watching thing, have we? How we can't have do it. We? Maybe we have. And we no, might have in, in our Dear Sighted People episode. Maybe. But regardless, yeah, maybe. it's still worth talking about again because... It's worth talking about. I I, like, I love it when people do that with me or they tell me, oh, that person yes. over there is doing what I... It just, I feel like yes. included because sometimes not being able to see can be a bit isolating. You don't actually yes. know what's going on around you a lot yes. of the time. I completely, I completely agree. Absolutely. Um. So... I want to we don't want to stay on this topic for too long because we we want this episode to be fun and and happy um but we do just want to touch on the real reality that sometimes when there is a disabled sibling and an able-bodied sibling that there could be maybe some guilt there or maybe some jealousy there or any kind of feelings like you know the disabled sibling might feel guilty for taking up more of the parent's attention or the able-bodied sibling could feel some kind of jealousy or whatever and Um, Cass and I talked about this a little bit before the episode when we were planning, and we both said, you know, this has not been a big deal in our lives, and we're grateful for that. Um, I've even had a conversation with my sister about it before, and we really think, you know, Cass and I were very blessed to have great parents who really gave Mm -hmm. both of their kids attention. And so I think for me personally, you know, there's always going to be a little bit of those feelings, but... I think it's a real thing that happens, and that's why I wanted to at least acknowledge it, that it's a real thing 
with this dynamic between a disabled and non-disabled sibling sometimes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And while I don't ever recall having asked my brother about it, I think that that is real. And I don't know if I should speak for him, but I don't think that, you know, that was something that he experienced. Or even if he did, like, he's kind of an introvert. And I think that he didn't mind having a little less attention, especially as he got older. So um, I think that, um, again, like you said, our parents did the best that they possibly could, given the circumstances and trying to still divide attention. Our parents were always at every soccer game, every cross-country meet for both of us. So, you know, they did everything that they possibly could to try and make us feel both loved. And I think that they did a really great job. Definitely. And even though our siblings may have at some point in their life said, oh, our sibling is getting a little more attention because of their disability. It's not like they'd really want the disability anyway, honestly. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, I don't think my sister would have like been like, I wish I could be blind to get (laughs) attention because it's like that's not super fun either. I mean, there there are pros and cons, I guess, that come with both sides of that coin. But Mm -hmm. but yeah, for sure. I mean, and we're very close with our siblings and it didn't cause any kind of rift between us so that's the good news yeah yeah so so transition from this serious moment uh we wanted to just kind (laughs) of talk about all kinds of memories uh yes you know I, i think you mentioned earlier that you wanted to like listen to the spice girls like your sister i feel like i I copied a lot of my music taste from my brother at the same time. Uh, I remember hearing bands like All Time Low when I was like 10 and I was like, oh, that's so cool. So the cool kids here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, totally. Like I we were you were talking about earlier how some of your favorite memories were being driven around by your brother. And I completely agree. My sister drove me to school in middle school. I hated middle school for the record, but that was one of my favorite memories from it is her driving me to school mm. and listening to Blink-182 and Dashboard Confessional yes. and all these bands. And th- that music still reminds me of those car mm. rides to this day, as I'm sure it does for you too. Oh yeah. I So I am proud to say that my brother played soccer in high school, but um, I ran cross country as I've mentioned on other podcast episodes. And his senior year of high school and also the spring of, I guess, his junior year, he ran track and then he finally joined the cross-country team in the fall. And I was really happy because then we got to go to practice together. So we got to spend more time in the car. And so there were there were a lot of, like, yeah, MGMT. We heard a lot of that in the car. A lot of the killers. Mm-hmm. Like, it was really special. And, like, it still makes me... It was always their music. It was always the music they wanted, though. Oh, yeah. Like, for, oh, like it was always... Yeah. It was... They were the DJ. Did but... I ever... Did I ever play? No, I never did. No, we never played what we wanted. But the good thing is they had good taste and they were exactly. teaching us their their music. But no, it was never us being the DJ. Just like <laughs> how we were never Mario. They we were Luigi when we had to play <laughs> every um, time any kind of video two. game every single player time. Player two, every time. Um, but I have so many memories. Like I I have a little list here. I guess. I mean, do you? have a list like do you want to kind of go back and forth just saying some different things and no just go ahead like we'll just okay yeah 
I remember a lot of memories of us playing, like, Office and school together. Cute. My sister was really obsessed with Office. Like, all she wanted growing up with a, was a cash register. Like, that, that was, so like, her cute. dream toy. And we would, like, line up our beanie babies and, te- and pretend like we were teaching them. And it's funny because she's a teacher now. But um, we would definitely, like, play that a lot together. And... Like, we can go back and forth. I don't want to, like, talk forever, but I have a few other things. (laughs) Yeah. So I mentioned we would play pretend a lot. My brother went through lots of... Well, so first of all, I will say the the movie's Toy Story were very impactful for my brother's life. Because... Every... Like I said, he gave everything, like, a personality and and Uh everything. So seeing Toy Story was like, oh my gosh, now I can play pretend because toys have lives. <laughs> and so I remember doing that a lot with him. Um, and I, yeah, I, I always wanted to like, I was, I don't feel like I was as imaginative. I played dolls by myself a lot and I always wanted to play birthday. That was my favorite thing was to play birthday. Yes. But. Oh, I loved dolls. I loved dolls. I don't remember playing dolls as much with her. I do remember, kind of a little bit, but, because I feel like maybe when I was playing with dolls, she thought she was a little past that. Well, maybe, yeah. I didn't you know. do it with him, but I wanted to kind of, but I you know, it, carry yeah. that sense of imagination. Mm-hmm. I just feel like his was so like big and developed and mine was just like, you know, it was like a standard imagination. <laughs> Yes. Like, more, like, car things I can think of. Um, For a while there, every Christmas, we would drive to McDonald's and get one of those apple pies and go look at Christmas lights together. So that was fun. And I also have a lot of memories of being both in the backseat during car road trips and having our discmans. And every time the car would bump, our music would skip. (laughs) (laughs) Like, this is how it was, kids. Back when you had to listen to a discman, and we had, like, our big CD case with, like, Britney Spears and NSYNC and everybody in there. And and we would just, like, you know, play games and and stuff like that in the car. And so that was always, like, travel memories were fun. Yeah, we took some road trips growing up. we talked. I talked about this in our travel episode. Um, uh-huh. I feel like we've gotten a really good opportunity to plug a lot of our our episodes tonight. Yeah. <laughs> good luck on the show notes. Oh, it's okay. Um, <laughs> but I think yeah, for us, we got this like chunky DVD player. Um, speaking <laughs> of CD players, I, my mom was cleaning recently and she ended up finding it and she showed it to me and I was like, whoa, so many uh. memories. But um, there was always, just like we were player two, um, there was like the the DVD player that was like the controller and then it came with an additional little screen that you could hold up to you. Oh. So I always got the little screen, but I think, <laughs> but I always wanted the, the one with more control because I felt fancier, but I never got it because uh-huh. I was always no, the little No, of course one. not. <laughs> no, always the younger one. Always the baby. No, that's literally how it is. Um, I remember when we would like get in trouble um, and get sent to our rooms. My sister's room wall was connected to the bathroom wall. It was like the same wall. So my sister would go to her room and I would, instead of going to my room, I would go in the bathroom and we would like talk through the wall and like thought we were like so being so cool that like our parents <laughs> put us in time out, but we were still able to like chat and hang out. Do you have memories of like getting in trouble oh, together at all? Definitely. Yeah. Sometimes it was both of us and sometimes it was one or the other, but, um, I remember, like, sliding notes under his door. 
like across the oh, hall. Oh yeah. And yeah, I remember that. Yeah, sometimes I would like yeah. later on when he was older, I would try and like listen in at the door on his phone conversations. Yes. yes. <laughs> I did that too. Oh my gosh, I did. Yes, and we've talked about before, like, and we won't stay too long on this because we talked about it in our Christmas special. Gosh, I'm sorry, Cassandra. Ah! I'm talking about every episode. But in our Christmas special, we talked about how fun we would sleep in the same room as our siblings on that Christmas Eve. That was so Eve. fun and so special. Um, and we would, my sister and I would get snack plates. Like, we would get a plate and just put some different, like, cheese on it and stuff and bring it, like, to our room. And, like, we we never, we never did that together except on Christmas Eve. Yeah. We did that for just, some like, years. Fun, and then I think after, right, when we hit, like, maybe high school, he was like, no, sleep in your room. And I was like, okay. Yeah. But he had oh, a bunk yeah. bed, like, I think, so like, I thought it was so cool. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, ex- definitely. And I feel like we can also talk about, like, we don't have to leave childhood behind, but also, like, we can talk about memories more recent because I think definitely one of my favorites, of course, her wedding was really, really great. Aww. I'm excited for you to experience your brother's know, wedding coming I'm so up. Um, but I was in the room, in the room, up close and personal for both of my nephew's births. Oh. Um, and. That was just really cool because not every aunt gets to do that. Like, a lot of times they're in the waiting room or where, or at home or wherever. And, like, that was just so cool that I got to be in the room. for. And a lot of people, when I tell them that, they're like, ew, gross. I wouldn't want to be in the room. And I'm like, screw you. It was like, I'm oh, sorry. Is that <laughs> it's a family-friendly podcast? Um, but I'm like, it was, like, the best moment of my life. So you can go away. But, um, no, I'm kidding. I, like, you know. To each his own. Some people might find it like TMI. I thought it was a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing, and it was really beautiful. And I love my nephews like Aww, with all of my heart. They're such cuties too. Do you have any like a more adult, like older memories? Yeah. Of, like, well, so it was really fun um, getting to go to his master's graduation uh, a couple years ago. Oh, I'm sure. Like that was yeah. really fun and special, and that was one of the. F- one of the few times that I've been in Arkansas. Actually, recently, I, I because I went and visited them, it was a lot of fun. We just had so much of a great time. Actually, um, so I haven't ever said this on the pod, but I actually bought a house earlier this year. And I was super, yes. super happy about it. Um, so Case so and I are, are in the condo club. Condo clubs, yep. But yes. my brother is actually looking to buy a house now, too. And they put in an offer already, and I was so happy to be part of their home search when I oh, was that's visiting so them. Fun. So that was really that was something cool that I feel like lately has been special that we've gotten to sort of share that home buying process together this year. Yeah, that's so but special. I know. I'm well, really have, for I've got to ask this because it just came to my mind. This is kind of unrelated. When Carlos went to college. Were you like devastated? I was absolutely I devastated. I was devastated. I was like sobbing constantly <laughs> because too. I I would want to like walk over to his room and bug him, oh, but he stop. wasn't there. It's so, sad. it's so sad. I made my sister like a slideshow of like memories oh, of us, no. like as if she was like dying. Um, oh, and like so I remember that night, like the night she left for college. I spent the night at one of my best friend's house to like get my mind off of it because I was so upset and I was just i remember being there and i was like she always drove me home from church she always did this and it's not gonna be but i do feel like we almost got closer after that i feel like the older we get you know the more you know the less you feel like the age gap is like a big deal 
but I I had like um one of my friends who had an older sister than my older sister who had already gone to college was like you'll become phone sisters like you'll be best friends on the phone like and that was true like we really did keep up over the phone and like it wasn't as bad as I thought but I'm so glad to know that you were also like devastated I was so sad (laughs) like so honestly like I'll still hear some songs from like the year that he graduated high school and it like chokes me up just a little (laughs) bit because I'm like oh I remember like because that I mean that was sort of the end of our childhood together Um, I know no literally I mean like for real so like it was still like a like a good and special memory um and because he lives out of state like I don't get to see him that often anymore but it was cool because we did go to the same school for undergrad so we still got to Mm -hmm. annoy each other just a little bit more (laughs) but in a different way I think one of my favorite one of the funniest things that I don't know there there were some good college memories that we had had together and we had our own friends and um, everything, but there were a couple of times that, you know, we'd hang out occasionally, and when I was a freshman and I had the, the dining plan, uh, on campus, my brother would borrow my student ID and, like, swipe in and get, like, free food because Uh-oh. I didn't ever, I didn't ever use the dining plan to its full capacity, so honestly, I was like, well, help me get my money's worth. Um, but, t- girl, there was one weekend, though, that I was... <laughs> I went to, like, a church retreat, and suddenly I realized that my brother used all of my food points that week. (laughs) Wait, so you were, you overlapped when you were a freshman and he was a senior, right? Yeah, so he he even took, like, an additional semester. Um, Okay. And so... It was like a year and a half that we were at school together. But That's so funny. Hilarious. Yeah, well, my sister, my sister went to a different college than me entirely. And when I was a freshman, she had already graduated college. But I've never told you this. She went to grad school at my school while I was oh, there. Cool. Um, I never saw her face. I, I think maybe <laughs> one time, literally ever, I think I saw her. Like I, it was only like grad a, school's kind of different, know, like a year or two. Um, but, but yeah, it was different. Yeah. Grad school is different. And, um, but I just, I thought that was funny that we were in school together kind of at the same time for like a hot second. (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of food, um, when I lived then in the sorority house, we would be able to like have plates of the leftovers. And I remember one time I just like filled a box of like just turkey and I just gave him this, like, <laughs> box of turkey. And he, then he, this is when we used to Snapchat, you guys. He Snapchatted me a picture that said sorority turkey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. That is good. So, so many good yeah, We had lots of fun, though. We honestly could go on and on, but if you're ready. We, we have to again. And this is a fun one. This is a fun one. We decided, so like Cass, I've met Carlos and Cass has met Lindley, but only like very briefly. So we don't really know each other's siblings very well. You guys, it but was at <laughs> conference. Was at you conference. should listen you to serious? our conference. <laughs> Are you serious right now? Are you about to have to do another? Yeah. I like am. I'm talking to future Cass writing the show notes right now. If you're listening, Cass, I'm sorry. For all <laughs> these links you're going to have to leave. But yeah, go look at the show notes if you want to check out any of these old episodes that we keep incessantly referencing. Um, so for the game today, we're going to like say a scenario and say who would be most likely to. But instead of doing it between Cass and I, I'm going to say between 
my sister Lindley and I, and you're going to say between Carlos and yourself of who's more likely to do the thing. Okay. Um, I'll read the first one. Out of you and your bro, who is more likely to move to another country? Hands down, Carlos. Carlos has traveled extensively. Um, he has, like, backpacked throughout India. Like, he's very, very well-traveled. Um, he did this, like, long... I love telling people about this because I feel like it's every other, like, millennial's dream. But uh-huh. he, like, just packed up his car after undergrad and he just did this really long road trip throughout the U- the U.S. It was, like, probably oh. five months. It was a really oh, long wow. time. Wow, that's cool. That is a millennial dream for a lot of people. <laughs> I love that. Um, I think it would be me, and not because I want to move to another country, but I think I've moved a plane flight away, and my, and my sister never has done that. And also, like, she has a family to take care of. It's not like she could just, like, up right. and move. But, yeah, I mean, I don't have any plans to do so. But, yeah, it would be me, probably. Yeah. Okay, so who would be, I feel like, given my stories, I, I think everyone is going to know the answer to this one, but who would be the the person to take the last bit of, like, food left on a plate? Um, If it's dessert, 100% me. Like, it's a joke in my family <laughs> that I get anxious with desserts, especially if I'm sharing with someone that, like, I'm not going to get, like, my share of the <laughs> dessert. Like, it's like, it's like a joke that if I order something and someone tries to share with me, if it's dessert, I'm not going to share. Like, you get your own because I want my dessert. I have a sugar problem, trust me. But, um, so maybe me, like, if it's, if it's actual food, I don't really know. None of us are super like that with, like, food. But if it's dessert, like, I will be taking, I will be licking the plate for dessert. That's awesome. Yeah, I think Carlos would definitely take the last bit of something. Not because (laughs) he's like a terrible person, but because one, he's an older brother, and two, he likes food. So. (laughs) Yes, of course. Okay, next. Who's more likely to lie to your parents? Ooh. Huh. I'm gonna go with Carlos again. Because I feel like if I said me, it would make me look bad. But I think it's the actual (laughs) truth. It would def in my case it would definitely be Lindley, like for sure. Not like now, but when we were growing up, she would just like make up like extravagant stories. Like she told one of her teachers that she had an older brother because she thought it was cool. What? And then like when a parent teacher conference happened, the teacher said, And your your older son and my parents were like, We don't have a son. Oh, like we don't no. have an older Like she like told little stories as a kid and little lies and I never was like that, so <laughs> it's her. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like maybe more now than than in the past. I think maybe in the past it would have been me. <laughs> okay, I got you. Um, okay, who's more likely to splurge for something nice? I think her. We always have kind of joked growing up that she kind of has, like, fancy taste. Like, um, <laughs> e- like, even if she sees two purses and she doesn't even know which one is more expensive, it's, like, always the one she wants is, like, the more expensive <laughs> one. It's, like, okay, so maybe her. I mean, she's not, you know, she has kids now and she, like, obviously would rather buy them nice things. She's not super, like, you know, um, materialistic and always buying herself, like, all this stuff. But I still think her taste is, like, fancier than my taste. Yeah. I would definitely say me, not because I'm materialistic, but because my brother is extremely frugal. Um, uh, and he's kind of, isn't he more, like, minimalist? He's, like, yeah. Well, I don't know if I'd say bit, even or, minimalist, but he's very, like, 
conscious about okay. waste and he's very he he's trying to be more and more sustainable and like living in a way that is you know good for the planet and also then for his wallet. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's why I asked, because I remember you saying he was, yeah. you know, into sustainability and everything, which is awesome. Um, who is more likely to own more animals or pets? So this is a really hard one, because my brother... <laughs> okay, so I'm the one who has a dog. My brother and his fiance they don't have any pets. Also, Carlos is, like, allergic to every other animal, which I think is... kind of funny but growing up like he was such an animal kid like he watched like tons of animal planet he like he knew so much about all kinds of animals and reptiles and i think for a while he wanted to be like a marine biologist so i feel like him because he's more of an animal person but he's also like allergic to literally everything so (laughs) that's funny I wouldn't necessarily call myself, like, an animal person, but I am a dog person, like, through and through and through. And my sister is not. They, they have a dog. His name is Maddox. He's lovely. But they only have him because her husband really wanted him. And if, it, <laughs> if she were single, uh, he didn't, like, force her to get him. But if she were single, she would not have a dog. And she always says this is her last dog, like, all the time. Like, she's not really a dog. Like, she loves him, but she's not a dog person. Whereas I, like, my dog is my everything. Like, if he were to die, I'd probably get another one immediately. Like, I always want to have a dog in my life um so it's me that was a long-winded way of saying it's me nah girl that's um, cool. <laughs> um all right so who's more likely to go to bed early this one was hard for me to answer um it used to be her because i used to be the person who was literally up until the sunrise i would see the sunrise like 4 a.m 5 a.m and now I go to bed early. And when I say early, it's 1130, which is still not early for some people. But, like, I get in bed or I get in bed at, like, 10, 930 or 10. Wow. And, like, watch TV. I know. It's wild. Um, so it's kind of both of us because she has to get up for school to mm. teach really, really early. So, like, she has to go to bed early or she'll, like, not make it through the day. So I think both of us. Yeah. What about you? Definitely me. Definitely me. Uh, well, wait, no, hold on. Definitely me would be the one to sleep in. I was about to say. Hang on. What? Go to sleep early would be him, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I was always the one to sleep in, even like growing up, I was always asleep. And it was like a running joke that especially on when we would have, when uh, we were like kids and we would have snow days at school because Ohio, um, he, I would sleep in. And then he would come and try and wake me up with the um, the song from Snow White, Hi-Ho. And he <laughs> would bug at me, and I would try and throw pillows at him, but he was so fast, and he would, like, run out of the room. And I was so annoyed, because I was just like, stop waking me up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that memory, though. That's another fun memory. Um, okay, who's more likely to cry at, like, any kind of family function, a wedding, a funeral, even Christmas, like, any... Who's more likely to cry? I honestly don't know. I really don't know. Um, I think, like, he's more, like, sensitive and in tune with his emotions than I am. I'm not, like, cold and unfeeling. But uh, I think it takes a good bit for me to cry at something. But there are, like, certain things that'll make me cry, uh, especially, like, I think we've mentioned this before, but, like, animated movies, man, they get me. 
So I'm definitely going to cry during the animated movie. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, This one was easy for me. It's me. Uh, No shock there. (laughs) I'm really emotional and she's not that emotional at all. And then I'm like really emotional. So it's definitely me. Definitely. That's awesome. Um, Okay. So who's more likely to start a business? Um, it really could be either of us, but I think me and mainly because I'm single and I have a lot of time on my hands to do anything like that. Um, but I also, I don't know. I feel like even if I were married with kids just like her, it might still be me. I don't, I don't really know why. I don't want to say that in like a way of like, it would be me, but I don't know. I just, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe me, maybe her. She could do it if she found some kind of thing she wanted to make a business about. Yeah. (laughs) What about you? I think, I think it would be him. Uh, he's very like driven, and he loves constantly doing things, having new projects going on. But I feel like either of us could do it, honestly. I think yeah, I, that's kind of how I feel. I think I could do it, too. Um, I just feel like he would want to do it first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes, typical older sibling. Right. Um, who is more likely to survive a zombie apocalypse? So I'm going to say him because he has better eyes. Um, oh, that's a good point. And yeah. he's like pretty strategic. However, I think I could. I think I could do fairly well if I had the right tools at my disposal. I said this on a previous pod. I think it was our personalities pod where we did like a who would survive the zombie apocalypse between me and Case. So you know, if I had like a machete, I think I'd be okay. <laughs> yeah. I've it's really hard neither of us really I mean she can see better than me but I think like in general I have way more anxiety than her but she also gets like really with that kind of stuff gets really scared easily um with anything like that I mean anyone would be scared of a zombie apocalypse but I could just see her being like I'm out you know like I can't do this and so I don't know if that's so hard to say yeah yeah so hard to say maybe me honest I can see myself almost like going to fight the zombies before she would. I don't know why. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I don't know. Or you guys could find shelter together and just hang out. We, yeah, we'd probably just hide, honestly. <laughs> That's a good way to survive, not get found. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so last one is, who is more likely to be the most outgoing? Again, kind of a hard one. You know, she, I've been on the stage my whole life doing theater and she is terrified to like even get in front of a crowd to make a speech. She doesn't even like people singing happy birthday to her or like all the attention. <laughs> okay, on but her. who likes that? Who likes that? That is such an uncomfortable yeah. situation to be in. She was scared to do her first dance at her wedding because people were watching her dance. Like Aww. she doesn't like any of that. But, but she's very extroverted. She wants to be around people all the time. I'm very introverted. I love being alone. She hates being alone. And I think, like, in college and even, well, yeah, I guess, like, more in college, she was probably around people just 24-7, like, Mm. never had to be alone much. And so I would say she's more outgoing. I would say she probably went out a lot more than I did. In college, I was, like, in my room, like, most of the time. Like, I mean, I had fun, but I'm so introverted. I can't deal with, like all of that stimuli you know that's funny I feel like with us it's sort of hard to say to you because I think as a kid definitely me I would have been most outgoing but now I don't know because he is Carlos is an introvert um and he still is but he's super social he's got all kinds of friends that's the thing I'm social too like I call my I say that I'm an introvert but I like am 
I I can make friends easily and talk to people easily. So yeah, my brother is like low key kind of hyper. Like he's always doing stuff and he moves super quickly from one task <laughs> to another. So he's always like planning things with friends. He's like, I'm gonna call up so and so and see if they want to do this thing. And it's just like, wow. Like you know, I but you're I'm, outgoing too. I you're so a, I'm an extrovert. Yeah. And growing up, like I was always the person to like walk up to someone and say hi. Like I was just very yeah like super outgoing and social but I do love my alone time and so I don't know but I, I do love seeing mm. friends so it's hard to say I feel like it depends the situation yeah no that's so true it really depends on the situation and that it's like really a layered question to ask when you think about it actually I know, right so many factors but so that was our factors. game you guys that was our game that was our episode I had so much fun going down memory lane I with know. you and like it's it's really cool we have a lot in common with having an older sibling, you know. Yeah. Right, and even though you have a sister and brother, we did sort of different things that, like, with you with your sister and me with my brother, um, it was still, like, a similar fun and special relationship that we still enjoy. Yeah. So. Yeah, we still enjoy it to this day. Shout out to them if they're still listening to this pod. Um, <laughs> shout out. <laughs> but anyway, thanks, you all, for listening, everyone. We hope you have a fantastic time, and we will see you in two weeks. Bye. Bye.